It's ten times the terror. Hello and welcome to Ten Times the Terror. I'm not okay. Welcome one, welcome all to Ten Times the Terror. My name is James. And I'm Paul. And I'm Gwen. And on today's episode, we are going over a TV series, which is a little bit different than what we normally do. Normally, we talk about movies on this podcast, but there's a very specific show that just ended that we feel like we need to talk about and and recap. And it's a show called Succession, which is on HBO or Max, depending on how you want to call it. But it is a show that just wrapped up its fourth and final season. It's a show that has a lot of acclaim and a lot of talk. And so we just feel like it's, it's a show we need to kind of just get into and have a full full episode dedicated to it so yes it's succession it um aired for four seasons again started on june 3rd 2018 and wrapped up as recently as may 28th 2023 and according to um wikipedia the series centers on the roy family the owners of a global media and entertainment conglomerate waystar roy and their fight for control of the company amidst uncertainty about the health of the family's patriarch this show stars logan roy uh, jeremy strong Kieran Culkin and Sarah Snook. Um, and yeah, so we're we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about the show very spoiler-heavy. We're probably going to talk about the final season and the finale itself. Um, but so, Gwen, I want to start with you, because I think you hopped on the succession train probably the earliest. So what are some of your overall thoughts on succession? And, you know, tell us your bit. Okay. Yeah, I think I was the one that was like, you have to watch this show. Um, and then I rewatched every season leading up to the final season knowing it was going to be the final one and just it's just like so much happening in that show I just it's it's so good and the characters are so horrible and it's just you love watching just the descent of like basically this monarchy that has been created and it's 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 funny but it's also serious and dramatic and it really is like very Macbethian. I don't know if that's a real word, but like in a lot of ways, it's just, just this, it's just constant backstabbing and dread and all the kids are like pining for basically being like the head of the company, but none of them are really that qualified and they all want to act like they're not as evil and terrible as their dad, but they really are. And like their true colors constantly show out and it's just, it's a whirlwind show. The, the writing is phenomenal the characters are all so, so good. It's like, I don't even know where to even, like, begin. Like, it's like I always go back and forth between, like, oh, Shiv's my favorite, now Rome's my favorite. Like, it's just, it's a great, great show. And I think what's good about it is it, it could be really off-putting to watch all these rich white people fight over who's going to have more money. But, like, because they're all so terrible, you kind of don't mind when they get what's coming to them a lot of times. Um, and even when like, there'll be random times you're rooting for Ken being like, oh, I want Ken to like, kind of come out. He deserves it. He'll then backtrack and do these things where you're like, oh, that's right. He's just as bad as everybody else. So I, I, I'm really glad that the show ended the way it did. I thought it was wrapped up in a nice little bow these finales are some of the best finales I've ever seen in any show. James, wouldn't you agree? Like the second finale, the second season finale, the third season finale, like they just, it just, it kept hitting and hitting and hitting. And like, I mean, full spoiler, it's like, don't even listen to this episode if you haven't watched the whole show. But like, I still can't get over the episode when he dies on the plane, like in the way they all handle it and the way they can't even cope with emotion. The acting is just so, so good. It's so, so good. 
it's 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 i i love the show i love the show yeah i i, I might chime in here yeah so i i think i i got on board maybe during season three so definitely was like kind of late to the game but like i'd heard so much about it and so i was kind of like let me just finally and yeah i mean i think the show um, I echo everything you're saying, Gwen. The writing is top-notch. The acting. It's just such an intoxicating show because you're right. You're watching these horrible people and kind of like you're not rooting for them, but you are rooting for them. And I just think like the tone of this show is impeccable. I mean, it goes from hilarious to tragic back to being hilarious. It's it, in the same like scene, not even just episode. Like it's just like the characters can be so funny and so horrible, like intertwined and like, Again, I, I agree. I think every finale is great. And and I think the finale of the overall show is phenomenal. I think that final that, that scene when 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 Shiv steps out and, and is not gonna vote and just seeing how the how the how the siblings all break down, show their true colors, it's it's like horrifying and fascinating at once. And like I just think like this is like I can see why this is already in in conversation as like one of the great TV dramas, just one of the great shows, period. I mean, I, I think it's like I think you, you mentioned Macbeth. I think the show is very Shakespearean. I'm sure dad can maybe talk about kind of some of the King Lear uh, elements. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the show is is just, it's it's incredible. Dad, wh- what are your thoughts on Succession? Yeah, I, I the framework is uh, clearly King Lear. And you, but in King Lear, the, the, the three children are, you know, they're all adults, but they're all women. There's no men, which is interesting. And, uh, but, that definitely it's um, and Lear Lear finally just goes mad, right? which is kind of what Logan gets to be more like at the end too. Uh, I you know it, it's it's a perfect example of um, the American dream completely going wrong, and it 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 the disturbing thing is it's um, a lot about greed, but it's not just money. In fact, more than the money, it's the power. And I think that's the thing that you have to wrestle with this this picture of American success. This is success, really, you know. Uh, but I think that's what makes it so powerful. Yeah, and it's fascinating. But this is uh, the program of American success, which is just um, turns itself upside down. We, we've been watching stuff on the Murdoch uh, whole case, which is kind of a real life example of something similar to this. But uh, it, it, it does raise some of the same kind of questions. So uh, I think this is a, a film, a, a TV series you have to really wrestle with yourself and saying, uh, is, is this the world I want to live in? And is this the world I am living in? <laughs> well, also, I think when you talk about like, the American dream, I think it's also worth noting that like Logan Roy, who's, you know, the patriarch, he, he um, is an American. Like, like, his character is like, was like immigrated here but so he kind of is like adopting the idea of the american dream and mm-hmm. and gwen i don't know if you can call i think it's in season three but there's like the one episode i think it's when when they're visiting um alex scarsgar's character but like he's he has some quote about how like you know when i came to this country you know like people will like had ambition and like now everything is like built on like shit and piss like something to that effect but like it clearly is like showing like logan's sort of like um ethics and kind of his his ideology whereas like you know when i when i came to this country it's like you know you had to like fight for what you wanted and and nowadays like you know and kind of like in sort of contrast to how the kids are where everything's handed to you and you're just sort of like you know you, you think you just are sort of are owed what you what you think you deserve when when really like that's not how logan roy got where he got and i think i think like that sort of like 
that sort of interpretation of like the the not just like the immigrant story, but the idea of pursuing the American dream is very fascinating. Well, we really get a lot of Logan's backstory, right, where he wasn't born rich. You know, he was born in like, I think, Scotland. There is like a part where he's going to go to the house he grew up in, remember, and it's going to be this whole press segment i think it's when they're going for like shiv's wedding or something and it's like he won't even get out of the car he's like i'm good and they drive away and we really see that there's like a lot of trauma involved with his upbringing and the war and how he lived and we get the most sense of that when um his brother gives that like cringeworthy speech at his funeral but he kind of says you know he he got he got a lot of hard knocks he you know brought polio or whatever back to to um the cousin or somebody and he blamed himself even though it was his fault he kind of like gives him like a, a moment's break of like he did go through these hard times but then kind of is like but he basically sold his soul to the devil and became a horrible horrible person that like put a horrible blueprint on humanity or whatever um but i also think it's this this um i forget where or when or who said it but it's this narrative that I've heard before where it's like, it's like, you know, you, 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 you earn your way up to the top to become the, you know, the rich and the strong and whatever to then breed weak, like sons or whatever, to only have them through generations lose everything to then be at the bottom again. And that's when you make strong men again. It's like this cycle of like building strong men that then breed weak men because they're given everything or whatever. And I think that's like a really good example of kind of this this wheel of like like the kids are so spoiled rotten and such horrible people and like yeah it's like they they don't i mean the whole sequence when shiv basically talks that woman out of like like going to the um the court to like testify of, of like you know sexual oh, yes, misconduct yes. or whatever it's like i mean i mean talk about like the lowest as she comes off is so understanding and heartwarming and like she actually cares about this woman and i'm like oh my gosh this is just so seedy but it's just so it's like so good it's like it's so so good and i i do very much like that no one won in the end that makes me like very happy yeah i think that that was like the perfect ending that was also like inevitable but wait wait i found i found the exact quote that i couldn't recall but so this is the exact quote from logan Roy. i think this is season three this is the quote america i don't know when i arrived there were these gentle giants smelling of gold and milk they could do anything now look at them fat as fuck scrawny or on meth or yoga they pissed it all away i feel like that that just describes logan roy but yeah it's like it's like you're right you're you're these strong like 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 takers right you're taking the land taking wealth and then yeah you breed these as you said going like to breed these these inferior men and yeah, it's, and and I think I think to the show's credit, what's so great is like we the audience are so much like the care the the siblings where it's like you think okay we're now getting ahead or we're not going here it's like nope you're not you're actually not getting anywhere it's like and in a way it's like the characters are are no different in the end than they were in the beginning and like you can see how like with all of them but especially with Logan it's like there's something so like sociopathic about about how they see people how they see the world and how it's just like there's something so cutthroat about how you're going to make it and at kind of at any cost and, and just seeing how, how just like deeply damaged it makes all the kids like it's, it's wild. Oh yeah. I mean, to see how flawed the kids all have such issues, like, you know, the way even just Shiv with her mom, that relationship Roman clearly has 
extreme issues can, you know, had like resorted to all these drug issues or whatever. And it's like, I think you said it, James, where it's like, even when Logan dies in the middle of the final season, which, you know, you kind of know is inevitable, but it's like, they're still all competing and vying for his approval. Um, and like how like messed up yes. they've been because of all this. And um, it's, it's really, it's really interesting. Um, I got to ask a question. Do you think Kent kills himself at the end? I think he's going to try to commit suicide for sure. The way he's looking at the water and then the, the way that the, um, his driver is looking at him, you know? Yeah. Almost like he's going to run and try to stop him from what he thinks is, is coming. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and I feel like you get that kind of like recurring visual motif of like the water and the ocean. And there's like moments where yeah, Kendall's like in the water, just like essentially like floating almost like he's, he's a corpse. Well, you also have him almost drowning in his own pool, exactly, right? It's like, yeah, there's exactly. yeah, there's definitely a motif of that. Yeah, so I, I think, mm-hmm. like, if not in that moment, there's definitely that that idea that that's that's coming. Um, Wait, we need to talk about the real unsung heroes of this show, which is Tom and Greg. I just, <laughs> I love them so much. They are so funny and have the most messed up relationship like they're my favorite in the season for sure like they just and they their dynamic keeps getting better and better and I kind of love how Greg is kind of the audience's eyes in the beginning of the show because he's the one that's really like a, a, a very distant relative in the way he's presented and like is not he's he's the one that like is understandable when he's like sticking like pieces of paper in his pocket being like, Oh, this is so bad when he's like getting rid of all the, like the like damaging, you know, information that Tom's making him like give away and um, how he like slowly just falls into the corruptness. Like I'll never get over when he's like, like it's like they're at some event and he's like, on the side talking to the random people trying to like justify and explain why he's going to be like suing a children's foundation because <laughs> like the grandpa is going to give all the inheritance to it do you remember that part <laughs> like it's yeah, just like sure. it's like you have like become just as bad as all these people that you've like surrounded yourself with and he also adapts this mentality of like out for number one it's like one second he's helping ken the next second he's helping tom it's like this it's so good but the two of them together are so so funny they have they have real bromance no no lie real bromance but, for sure. but it's, all, it's also funny too, like, they're the both like meant to be like the laughing stock like the kind of like buffoonery and yet they somehow like get more ahead than the kids do it's like i know they like sl- they like slither into like the the um not getting booted yeah i mean the, to me the whole show like i agree it's very very shakespearean very all the like kind of tragic, but it, it, the whole thing just feels like this high level, like chess game where every character is just trying to make their move, trying to get ahead. Some get over others, but like, it's just, it, it feels so, so like you just feel all the, all the players that move at every time. Oh yeah. And what's great that they continually do, but it just always works is they're always kind of trying to set up these chess pieces behind Logan's back or behind each other's backs. And there'll always be these moments where they think they're going to succeed and they get really cocky. They're really proud of themselves. And then the whole rug gets ripped out from under them, like in like a, like one foul swoop and the way they all handle it, react to it at different times. It's just peak entertainment television. Like just, I, I don't, I don't see a single flaw in the show at all. And I think to its credit, and I think James, you and I talked about this is that being able to have, 
end a season when you want to end it, have the amount of episodes you want to have, not have to squeeze in like 24 episodes per season or have to continue it like something like Supernatural where they try to end the show and then they're forced to like keep it going to where it's like a terrible show. Like they were able to just keep everything so tight and clean and like well-crafted that there was not a single trim of fat to like cut off in this whole show. Absolutely. And and like, I remember when like it was first announced that season four would be the final season. Like I think a lot of people, myself included, like, Oh, they're already ending it. But in hindsight, you're kind of like, they knew the story they were telling and they didn't. Yeah. They, they could have prolonged it another season or two, but like, I'm glad they didn't. They stuck the landing. And yeah, I, I feel like as, as damaged as all the kids are like, they're, they're, that scene with with them with Shiv in the in the room, like Roman kind of sums it up. It was like you know it's all it's all bullshit. Like we're all bullshit. Like we're, everything yeah. about us is bullshit. Like he yeah. kind of sums it all up. Like like he gets it even though it's like they can't escape who they are. Right, 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 right. No, you're it, absolutely it, right. It, it, it fits dramatically. I think that it all ends with the the board, you know, voting on the stocks, voting who's going to be the who's going to be the next head. Right. That, you've got the. Uh, the executive board, I guess, it is at that point, this is not the full board, but the executive board, and that uh, this is how it's going to end. Uh, it, it goes out as far as it can possibly go, and Ken can't believe that it's happening, which is right. the, the final condemnation of him that this is all going on around you. You inserted yourself into the center of it, and now you have no idea what's happening or why this well, is going to come down this way. But that's why it's so good because it it like they're literally divided and the vote's going to end with Shiv, right? And this yeah. is again where it's like, okay, they've all come to agreement. Now they're finally all banding together and they're going to take the company and they're all going to be equals. And it's understood that, you know, um, Ken and Rome are going to be kind of like double leading it and she's going to, you know, still be valid. And it's just such a great sequence when like it all comes down to her and this is where Ken's like, okay, we got it. We got it. And she gets up and leaves and is having second thoughts. And that's like the most epic part too, where like when that's, isn't that the sequence where like, she's like, you killed someone. And he's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you don't remember like the person you killed. And he's like, no, I didn't. And he does all this backtracking and like where Rome's like, oh, so what was it like a bit? Like the way the, the way they're, the, th- the three of them, their relationship descends so quickly in that boardroom is riveting. Like, it's that, just... That, uh, that scene will go down, I think, one of the great oh my, scenes of TV. It is the, the way, unbelievable. The way, and the way the way Kendall just, like, unravels and, like, the way he just completely denies, like, it didn't happen. It did not happen. And, yeah, he's like, which one? Like, which one? Was there more than one? Like, uh, no, and was a bit, to, like, me, the, to me, the, the most epic part of it is when he can't like he knows he's sinking and he's like i'm the eldest it should be me and she's like but you're not because khan's the oldest like you know it's like he's not even the oldest son he's like i'm the oldest son or whatever it's just so good and then it solidifies where she's like you know we don't none of us deserve any of this and she votes like against it it's like it's so and and you have and I mean, and again, like this show is like a masterclass of like reaction shots, but you have like a, a couple scenes earlier when, again, they think they have it all in play where you see Kendall sitting in the chair and like the way Shiv looks at him, it, it, you can tell it's like that kind of like putting salt in the wound moment where like yep. that may have like informed her decision. But no, it's yep. just like, again, but you also like, have her trying to like patch things up with Tom right ahead of time in the car where that's where it's like, have they have that like 
creepy interaction where she's like, oh, well, our like our like schedules, they work. And he's like, oh, I'm glad that you've like fallen in love with our schedules or something like something like that where it's like there's clearly no love left yeah. in like the marriage. But that's I think that's her still trying to be like, OK, in case the board doesn't because I, I don't think she's interpreting that she's going to be the one to make the final decision and vote against. But she's still like spinning the back wheels of like, how can I get this to play out the best for me? And sure enough, Tom gets taken with everyone. And then he goes up and whispers to her, I, I'm going to have a car waiting in the back. Will you come with me? And that's where the, the again, the creepy like she rests her hand gently on top the of hand. his hand. Like uh, it's yeah. just like the way that they decide to have this like platonic relationship just as of like basically a business marriage. Oh my gosh. It's just it's, like it's oh. purely it's purely a transactional relationship. Yeah. But again, it's just so good. Uh, it's that, that, so that good. Hand on top of the hand is like already iconic. Oh, it's iconic. <laughs> iconic. Yeah, no, it's 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 again, it's like it's crazy to think that again, we're in this era of like TV dramas where you have again, like I think starting with like Sopranos, we have these like quote unquote like problematic like protagonists, right? Characters that are that are not quote unquote good people. And then like this just takes it so much farther of like, here are like the most horrible people imaginable. And like I think such a great moment is I think it's the episode of um of Logan's funeral, where like, you know, obviously you have like the whole bit where Roman is like ha- is like the one to speak and then like has his breakdown. But in the very end where he's like running out into the into the crowd. And it's like just getting stampled. But but it's almost like it's almost like he can't interact in his own private world, like this industry, and can't interact with the real world. Like it's just it's such a fascinating portrait. I just had to pick up the point though that uh, in the funeral, you've got the classic Presbyterian. It is uh, liturgy, I believe, because it's Church of Scotland, and uh, you know you have these multiple references to uh, the peace of Christ. and yet in this framework, you know, in the middle of it, there is no peace. But no. The peace is there. I mean, so, you know, the, the, the statements are being read faithfully from the liturgy of the church. And they're all there, but it's like they might as well be deaf, dumb, and blind. They don't hear a thing about it. Right. And also, and I, 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 I had to ask myself, you know, uh, okay, they made the point about, okay, we're in a church, honey, but that they, they really in- included quite a bit of the, lit- of the liturgy. So I said they're they're do, they really want to say something with that, and I think it is the irony of that multiple phrase about uh, the peace of Christ be with you. And and I gotta just say such such great side characters too. You have like Jerry and you have um, Lucas Matson. Like just so many, all these are kind of recurring characters. Just like add so much to the show. Obviously Connor. We didn't really mention Connor much, but oh, like Connor is so Connor great. and Willow. It's when like he runs for president. I'm just like. Oh my gosh. I know. But like it's just such a such a well-rounded show with like such good characters. I mean, even the whole segment where he is funding her play, which is like totally bombing, and he's like trying to ask them all for like more money because the play is just like a sinkhole. But then like you have that whole little side bit where Kendall like flirts with one of the girls in the play, remember, and like whisks her away to like I think Shiv's wedding or somewhere. Um or like maybe it's like Logan's birthday party or something, and she's like, "Oh, the play." And he's like, "Ah, forget the play. I'm sending a limo. I'm sending, you know, my jet. Blah blah blah." And you kind of have this little moment where she like is like, "Oh, I'm getting all these texts from everyone in the play. They're so mad at me because I'm like abandoning them." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine." And she has like one interaction with the dad where she says like, "What is she?" She says like, "Awesome," too many times or something so stupid, and he's like. And he is just like, get rid of her. It's like the security guard. And like the way that like he just ruined that woman's life. <laughs> like, 
Because now what? She goes back to the play where everyone's mad at her. Like it's like it's like. Well, well, even even like the very first episode where they have like that baseball game where Roman's like bribing the kid, like, oh, if you get a home run, I'll give you this check. And it's like, oh, oh nice try, gosh. kid, and like rips it up. And then they get they end up giving I think giving the family the the watch that Tom was gonna give to Logan oh, as yeah. birthday gift. as just like a <laughs> consolidation. It's like wow, okay. That, it's like that you really don't have a single person that represents any kind of like good or moral compass in the whole show. It's just like all people out for number one will backstab at a heart's notice or at a moment's notice. And it's but it's like riveting. But that that's where it's, it's really Shakespearean. Yes. And I think it, I think of like Breaking Breaking Bad, and I think of um, Mad Men. Yes. Mad Men yes. especially is the same kind of you know corrupt structure you're dealing with, and people aren't what they're what they're you know, trying to project images of what they are not. Right. And Everyone's power hungry. Yeah. 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 Every out to get what get what what they want. Yeah. And again, what what the show I think iterates so perfectly is again like you have. A father like Logan Roy, this like deeply narcissistic parent, and yeah, even after even after their death, they're still they're still um, you know controlling the the kids, and they're still chasing the approval. It's just it's yeah. <laughs> yep. No, it's it's. I mean, this show is so. I mean, I I think it's gonna win everything at the Emmys. It's I think it already has, yeah, but it's like sure. no brainer. Like it's such a good show. It's just, I think, yeah, this just goes down again with some of the great TV shows, period. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. The casting was amazing. Everything about it was amazing. And especially, like, especially to- the writing. Like, you think about the writers, the writers on um, strike right now. Like, look at how good this writing was and how important it is that writers be able to be paid what they deserve to write this kind of stuff. Like imagine yep, if yep. this show was not wrapped up before the writer's strike and then they try to do some Game of Thrones, you know, end of the season nonsense and just throw stuff together. Like Hang the on. writing is so important. Oh, the writing is is absolutely important and let's not give it all to AI. But also I just want to say it's <laughs> it's worth noting too that like Jesse Armstrong, the creator, is British and like this is kind of a fascinating like of like a British sort of like perspective on like american success and like again like the american dream as we've talked about and like i i think like the way it's like and even like the the election episode in the final season like how eerily that that resembles like our american politics like it's oh yeah it's such a fascinating portrait and i almost think being a little bit removed from you know again being an american like just makes it a more sort of like um sort of biting satire i guess okay well i think that's uh that's a wraps up. So yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen Succession, we've we've spoiled a lot of this for you, but it is definitely worth watching. Um, I, I think yeah, I think this definitely has been solidified as one of the great TV shows, and, and yeah, it's it was a ride. It was definitely a ride. Okay. Um, okay. Well, yeah. So I'm I'm James. I'm Paul. And I'm Gwen. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to. It's ten times the terror. The podcast. Look up in the sky. Thank you for listening to 10 Times the Terror. This podcast would not be possible without listeners like you. You can find out more about our podcast by visiting our website, 10timestheterror.com. That's 10xtheterror.com.